Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with Jun Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing well. Very quickly, a thank you to all of our patrons over at Patreon. If you want to get access to all of the episodes early, extra content as well, you can go to patreon.com slash Press. Help support the work we are doing here. It is greatly, greatly appreciated. And you can also join the patron group chat where it uh, the chaos has ramped up, Andy, to just a whole new level in these days with regards to the market. Uh, it's, it seems every single time somebody is linked or Roma are on the verge of uh, uh, doing an outgoing or incoming operation, there is never balanced uh, feelings on it. You were, it is either a disaster class or you love this guy it's it's quite the emotional ride uh and, and helps me feel a bit reassured that again for all of my mental health shortcomings it's nice to know clearly i'm not uh, alone uh because man the uh the level of unstableness when it comes to the market and matches too let's be fair uh it it, it certainly provides a an an extreme level of entertainment. So again, patreon.com slash Roma press. All right. And the uh, market stuff beginning to ramp up, beginning to ramp up. Where do we want to start? (laughs) Do we want to start with, okay, well, you know, when you sell, um, because we did complain, what, uh, one week ago, two weeks ago of the transfer market of Saudi Arabia, what is going on there? What, uh, what, it means to the wider scope of uh, European football. But I have to say, um, you know, sometimes as much as we complain of things, when it works in your favor, as it did in regards to the uh, deal for Ibanez, where I think, again, an important figure coming in for Roma, I mean, just look what happens. And as we have sort of been forewarning everybody uh, you are not going to be able to do a lot this summer until you have a big sale they have that big sale and look everything sort of it, it is a, a domino effect you finalize the sale for Ibanez and now you have things really ramping up let's start with the first one Renato Sanchez now there are a few reports saying that the deal is done uh, I believe it is Sport Mediaset who are saying that he is going to join Roma loan with option to buy with the uh, um, option 
being set at 12 million euros. I was about to say dirita. Do you ever have that? Because you speak multiple languages too. Do you ever have that where we are talking on here and you have to stop yourself and <laughs> convince yeah. and reassure yourself? Also, you're because some, in the of, right some of these th- some of these words uh, sound so odd when they're like you know like somebody when they say when they instead of saying option to buy they say redemption with loan with redemption. I'm like, what the hell? Right. Like, are, is this a, a 19th century novel or uh, or are we talking about football transfers? Well, when I am on my deathbed, I assure everybody that the one thing I will leak are all of the conversations I have had with fellow Italian uh, journalists about them asking to me how to properly say a word in English. Some of them are gold. So uh, somebody remind me in 10, 80 years when uh, it's my time to exit. Wait, did you just uh, say 10 or 8 years? I'll be sure to provide the entertainment with those. Eight, okay. Ten or eight? God, man! Wow, that's who knows. Really I think that's a fair. There. Wow, somewhere okay. in between there. You never know. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so Sanchez, I I'm waiting on Roma to confirm this because, as I said uh, a few weeks ago, they have been oddly transparent to anybody this summer uh, for most of the deals. They they are very forthcoming most of the time. Uh, over the past few months, which has been a welcome change, very, very welcome change. So I uh, have been very uh, confident when I ask them something and they respond that they are not simply trying to take me for a ride as I have felt under previous uh, regimes, we can say. They are saying the deal is not done yet. Um, as of a few days ago, they are trying for him. Wait to see. Again, waiting on them to respond right now in this moment as we record this at, uh, uh, in the afternoon on Thursday. So we will see what they have to say about the deal. But I think things are heading in that direction. At PSG, they have been insistent that they want it to be an obligation to buy. Not going to happen with Roma. They, they can hope all they want. They want the option to be an obligation. That is not going to happen in this case, in my opinion. Perhaps it could be an option that turns into an obligation after certain conditions. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see that, but I just don't think it's going to be loan obligation to buy. You have to also consider the wages too. He does earn a lot, but strictly from the technical, tactical aspects of this, I really don't see any issue. I'm not going to put this on the same level as a Vinaldum sort of operation. I view it different simply, Andy, from the standpoint of before Vinaldum came, I mean, that guy was in about the lowest of the low that you could expect for somebody of his level, yeah? Because remember, we think he's going to Barcelona. Huge, huge, huge contract. Then PSG, they come in late for him. He decides to go uh, to, uh, to Paris. He, for some reason, they give him this huge contract, but he just cannot get into the team at all. And he plays little to no role. Then he comes to uh, Roma alone. We know what happened in, uh, he makes his first appearance at any training a few days later. We know what happens in the rest is history, so to speak. With Sanchez, he is in such an odd situation, yeah? Because we know they win the league. He wins the league uh, with Lille, then he goes to PSG. And 
as you said in the last episode, it's such a weird thing for him because it's it's a mix of not being able to get into the team, not being available. So for me, this one has a lot of unknowns strictly from the standpoint of I have haven't any idea what to expect well, yes, from this you know, guy. The, the, the difference maybe uh, as in both deals for him and for Sanchez will eventually be similar. So loan with option, more or less the figures are well pretty much the same if if uh, if the reported 12 million euros for Sanchez are are true um it's it's it is a different profile younger player who obviously one of the top talents in Europe when he emerged in 2016 made this big you know big big impression on everybody uh, in the euro at that time and let me interrupt you very quickly. Do you know how old he is, his age? Uh, this floored me when it's one of those things where you think to yourself, is how? how is he still that young? Oh. Yes, yeah. but you just said it. Yeah, yeah. 2000 yeah. and what? Yeah. 16? Yeah. Yeah. I can't yeah, believe it. Uh, I can't believe it. Seven years. Seven years. Yeah, still he, 25. Made, he was unbelievable. Wow. He was unbelievable in that tournament. Um, and for you know it's it's like you know there's that guy uh what was his name is uh coman uh who's been, who's won the league everywhere he's been you know at juve at psg another Bayern. Yeah. <laughs> um sanchez to a similar degree was you know sky was the limit for him and he he's he's played for some really good teams but just never found the consistency health-wise, and that's been a big, big problem because with Lille, when he was on, he was on. You can still find, still go back to uh, the, the the Lille's campaign that year and and the way when he's healthy, the way he bosses the midfield makes you think, wow, there it is. This is a generational talent, and then obviously goes missing, goes missing because of injuries, and maybe plays 18, 19 games a season. And that's obviously not enough, not good enough when you are Roma and want stability. Thank God, if a player like him comes to Roma, again, it's not in the capacity of a player that will have to play twice a week and uh, and be available at all times. At Roma... The midfield is still relatively busy. Like one of the one of the few departments is still relatively busy. Not perhaps not busy enough, given the fact that Nemanja Matic, the rumors of him potentially leaving, they're still looming over Roma. So we have to watch that situation because hey, Nemanja walks. You need another midfielder in addition to Sanchez, and that's that's a whole world of trouble. But you have Matic. You have Cristante, you have Bove, so you have Awar now. You there is there is choice. There is choice, and a guy like Sanchez could come in here and perhaps not feel the same amount of pressure that he he felt at PSG or Bayern Munich, where wherever you look, there is you know uh, incredibly talented players, quality players that that you need to overcome in the in the team ranks in order to, to even get a, a slice of, uh, of some playing time at Roma, it would be different. Um, obviously this is, again, it's not a, it's not a player that 
it's a it's an odd situation because you want to get excited. This is again, this is a talent that everybody knows about and has been linked with Italy, has been linked with Milan in the past. Was you know was was just he could have been the biggest name, one of the biggest names in football, but unfortunately it didn't go that way. So potentially you have a great player on your hands. On the other hand, it can also be that you have um, you have just one more case of those players that come and go at the club, right? And like like kind of like Vinaldum, where you wanted him to make the difference, but in the end, his legacy is what you know. It, it's a it's a late goal against Sassuolo. What is it? It's a you know it's a it's an underwhelming performance in the Europa League final. What is it? Unfortunately, we can't say, and it's a shame because. Vinaldum right. was greeted as another marquee signing in addition to Dybala. Obviously, that injury, you know, affected his whole his whole stay here with Sanchez. Um, I hope that if he comes, it's going to be, you know, on 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 the ter- on terms that are different to to anybody else. That, that this is a player that you can rely occasionally upon. You know that, and you know that he can give you quality minutes. Um, perhaps with Mourinho, it would be, you know, perhaps through the same language, it would be easier for him also to assimilate and, and get into the flow and the, the swing of things with the team. Um, and perhaps that would that's what he would need. I think that Sanchez has been looking for that place that go makes him go tick. I mean, this guy went from the biggest stages to even playing for Swansea for crying out loud. Like that, he's been he's been here so long playing this game that you 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 don't, you even forget. Oh, right, he played for Swansea <laughs> in the Premier League as they battled relegation um, and and failed to do so. And uh, and so yeah, you're just you know it's it's. Let's let's face it. It's not a signing that makes you go, "Oh wow, I feel confident we're gonna do well." No, it's a signing where you have to once again go. Let's see what happens. Let's see how it works out. You know, it, it, like most signings with Roma um, under these restrictions, where you can only again offer those loans with options to buy. That means those that formula means you're not gonna be eligible for certain players. Right, you're not going to be eligible for the top players. You're going to be eligible for the players that um, have two two more years on their contract with the club and do not fit. Um, you know, are excluded because they just don't fit the project and nobody wants to buy them. So you're eligible for those players, and you're eligible for players that are talented but maybe have struggled with injuries and need some playing time. Right, and so in order to get back to 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 the swing of things and and Renato Sanchez is that he's a he's a great name if it's the summer of 2016 it's a phenomenal name but uh, but right now he's a good player with huge potential that has a lot to um, that has a lot to show that needs needs to do a lot in order to sort of uh, reaffirm his place in in the footballing landscape and if it happens i hope roma is that ideal place for him a place where there's less pressure perhaps a, a place where the objectives are different um where the the coach and the coaching staff 
you know, language-wise are there with you. And so hopefully that, if it goes through, that can be a, a positive uh, boost for him and then therefore for the team. Well, if you want to feel better about it, then oh, no. go Awful. to his injury yeah. history and the number of matches missed because I made the mistake of doing so as you were speaking right now. I doubt right he played now. more than, the, than 20 games and not... since 2017. I really doubt it. Well, let's go through it very games quickly. Per season, I, I, 20 the, games per we, season, we I really think it's... Here. I'm not even... Like, I'm just improvising here, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that um, that's... That hasn't happened in a long time for him. Over 20 games. Well, last season with PSG, he had five different stretches of time missed where he was out for at least three league matches. So three times five, I'm reliably told, is 15. However, in two of those, he missed an additional... uh, One of those stretches, he missed... Four matches and then six. So what are we looking at here? Almost 19 matches missed. No, exactly. 19 matches missed just last season. And it is not as if if this was a a singular time period. Uh, From nearly the entire month of September, he is out. He misses three league matches. He is out from early to mid-October, another three matches. From December until mid-January, he misses four matches. February to March, he misses six matches. And then April to May, he misses three. That is essentially the entire season, uh, every month of the entire season, Andy. I mean, when when did he go unscathed? Uh, March? That is it? March to April, it looks like. I mean, that's not great. And then the year before that... The exact same, except he had longer stretches. For instance, he missed early August to uh, nearly October. He was out for 49 days, missing nine matches. And that is in addition to he missed five. He missed 15 the previous season. So I, you pulled this out of thin air as to <laughs> guessing uh, how many matches he was out for. You, you are correct. In in uh, last season, league appearances, okay. uh, 23, or I'm sorry, uh, in total, he had 27. The season before that, 29. I, I mean, I, I am scrolling in the, the, the level and the yeah. amount of uh, scrolls I have to do yeah, trying to find 30 I know, in total I know, for the I know, season. I, know. I don't see it. I know. I'm and very for a poor team at math, like, but I don't see and it. And for a team like Roma that, That's you know, alarming. In, in these last two years has prided itself on on I mean on playing such a, a huge number of games I mean players like exactly like Matic 35 years of age playing over 3000 minutes you don't even want to know how many minutes Brank Cristante and Gianluca Mancini played um that is a, that is obviously a problem and could be a problem for him the hope is always for a guy like Renato Sanchez to 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 get him to that situation that place where he feels safe where he feels comfortable in order to perform in order to because that's you know it has a big impact like that's that that's how it is you know with with um with players it's injuries are not only physical they're also mental a lot of it is about hey are you happy here are you are you satisfied what's going on are you are you really 
giving your best on the pitch. I think when whenever you put a, a guy like Renato Sanchez who who switched so many teams in in these last few years and you change settings all the time you take him from Bayern Munich to PSG those are two different completely different environments different coaches different situations you know different teammates um I think Roma is more more of of the level that a player like Sanchez needs right now at this moment, just as I, I think a team like Milan would be his more of his more of his uh, more closely aligned with with what he's about right now, what he needs right now. As you said, he's twenty five years old. It's uh, his career is still on. He needs to get it back, and and I, I'm pretty sure that hey, if you have to cha- if you have to choose a place for him. A Jose Mourinho team that aspires to qualify for top four, um, to perhaps win the Europa League, compete for Coppa Italia, then that's that's reasonable, right? It's reasonable. It's not you're not gonna go up against uh, big time champions. You're gonna go up against Eduardo Bove and a 35 year old Matic, uh, you know, unless he leaves Turin in the next few days. So. That's what that's what you're looking at. That's what a guy like Renato Sanchez is looking at. And I think that's that's more stimulating for for a player of his caliber in his in his current situation, not having played much. He's looking at at the roster and he's like, okay, you know what? I can have a I can make an impact here. Kind of like what Hussein Moar co- said coming here. You know, this guy sat on the bench for Lyon for the last season or two. And um and when he was weighing his options, he looked at Roma and he's like, okay, you know, Pellegrini's there, sure. Dybala's there, but I can still do things. I can still offer uh, my my qualities and I can have an impact on this team. And that's why I think that Roma at this point is a perfect place, unfortunately, unfortunately, because they're not in a place where they can welcome great, great players. They can welcome potentially great players or or good players that want to aspire to bigger things and and have failed to do so uh, at other more demanding clubs, and now are in a in a spot where there is less pressure on certain objectives and there is more you know exactly this team aspect this team aspect that everybody at Roma highlights and and even Mourinho in his lengthy interview with Corriere Sport highlights that basically you know we have limited means what we have is friendship passion you know we have each other that's the point and maybe please you know thank god footballing gods please uh, Renato Sanchez maybe that's that's the play for that's the place for him to be yeah, definitely. Uh, another situation Roma find themselves in, now you mentioned Matic, Roma have been insistent to us, to every single outlet, no matter how big or small, they have said the same thing. Not for sale, not interested in losing him. They have zero intention of letting him go. And they have maintained that throughout this entire saga with him. They have been adamant they have been consistent so it is very difficult for me to see them go because as i mentioned they have been very forthcoming about the situations of various players in relation to the markets now one situation we need to keep our eye on that they have been admittedly a bit vague on details is for this brazilian youngster uh marcos leonardo who 
what what an incredibly weird situation because you have Roma linked to him, and then as a fallback plan, so to speak, Duvan Zapata. Andy, that is the kind of deal that would have gotten me very excited. No, maybe two years ago. Two years ago. Three two years, years ago. ago. Two, two, no, no, it, when that was, was that he was doing that to Manolas? Because that was three and a half years ago. But he, Duvan Zapata was, was one of the league's best attackers up until two two years ago. Like two years ago, if you if you got your hands on Duvan Zapata, well, you are going to get a goal score. Do we want machine. to guess why that is? Can we just... Can, well, are we though? Are we though? Because there is a certain pharmacist who only works and supplies the goods to Bergamo. I am fairly certain he does not. Uh, He's not doing he door-to-door not door delivery. These items to Roma. He, do- <laughs> he does not. No, he do- he does not. Uh, he does not uh, taxi his uh, his goods down to the Italian capital. So once you leave Bergamo, you lose access to this to this treasure trove of uh, uh, substances. We'll just leave it at that. Can I just say what I have been thinking this entire time when it comes to him? That the potion has worn off. Because look at look at Muri, uh, uh, Luis Murioto, a guy who has been linked to Roma. I mean, he has not come close well, to Nacho yet. Well, yeah, he's been yet, linked with Roma since his days but, at Sampdoria. Uh, Sampdoria, then Fiorentina, then yeah. oh. Sevilla, Atalanta, and and uh, and now he seems to be destined for Frankfurt. It's true, you know, the with Atalanta, you always... I mean, it's pretty clear that... I don't know if, if Duvan Zapata rules out Marcos Leonardo. That's not the impression that I'm getting. I'm getting the impression that it's, it's kind of, let's try and, 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 and get a player that have experience like Zapata and and a youngster like uh, Leonardo although obviously it all depends also on on the price tag that um, Atalanta uh, have set for for uh, for Duvan Zapata because he's a player that they want to get rid of the guy hasn't been the guy hasn't but that doesn't excite is... you though does it let, no, let, let's no, say if you had to pick between again, one of the two I, pick I mean between the oh. two because i still think that it's 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 not one or the other i think it's still the plan is bring two one inexperienced and one who's familiar with the league and that would be zapata um i st- again for the last two years zapata has struggled immensely with injuries um this is a player that up until two years ago was a beast was i mean if you want to see somebody get physically dominated again exactly go back to all the roma atalanta matches with costas manolas uh, man to man on him costas manolas who mind you was one of the quickest defenders in those years completely uh, completely bullied off the pitch by zapata time and time again this guy was a monster was a monster unstoppable then the potion perhaps weren't were worn off and and um and uh and unfortunately, you know, he's been he's been missing for huge chunks of the season. I mean, he came back only a few days ago and, and took part in his uh, first preseason friendly with Atalanta. He came back uh, on the 31st of July from uh, an injury, have, having missed a few months of action uh, and played his first friendly like two days ago. So you're not, again... This is Roma are right now basically dealing with a lot of question marks. Unfortunately, with with Zapata, it's the it's the injuries 
health-wise, condition, whatever. With Leonardo, it's that whole clusterfuck that is happening at Santos. You have uh, Paolo Roberto Falcao, <laughs> former Roma player, one of the greatest players in the history of the club who works worked as a, as a coordinator at Santos he says one day says no we're gonna reject the offer that Roma have sent us and then the next day he's resigning because of sexual harassment charges uh you have the their club uh, being in a financial hole uh, their manager getting sacked after like a month I think a month and a half um, the team fighting for relegation and then their best players all linked with an exit from the club. And so if you're Roma and you're already dealing with uh, with Brazilian clubs, which are always complicated, I mean, you think about how long it took to even sign somebody like Matias Vinha. Um, it wasn't easy. And then you add to that that whole situation with Marcos Leonardo wanting out of Santos, Santos being like, well, we have to think about it. You know, theoretically, they've accepted the offer, but on the other hand, they're still reluctant to let him go because, hey, they're facing relegation. They just brought in a new coach. The coach wants to keep Marcos Leonardo. The kid who's 20-year-old is having an emotional breakdown. I mean, it's, it's, it's the most Roma thing ever, and you're just 10 days away from the start of the season you know so um fasten your seat belts because that's you know it's that's the kind of thing that we're talking about it's i think this is probably the most difficult uh, transfer window we've had um since uh, since Mourinho joined and and that i think is also exactly ties into our previous discussion regarding saudi clubs because a lot of players that could have made the difference elsewhere free agents that you could have looked at and could have considered you um did not this time around. They had other plans. And and so you're looking already at a much slimmer, uh, you know, batch of players that could put, you could potentially target under the current settlement agreement of UEFA. And, and then you have these situations where you want to target a, a Brazilian 20-year-old and you make an offer that theoretically fulfills the demands of the club that owns this player, but they have so many problems that they're not even able to 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 you know to email you back within a day. They keep delaying because they have to talk things over with the board. It's so funny when I see Filippo Biafora from Il Tempo giving live updates on this on Twitter to people, and it's it's like it's like a movie, you know. Oh no, they're the 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 he he has decided to to not train anymore with the team, and uh, the new manager is saying he wants to rely on him, but the board of the club is still going over and discussing the, the Roma's offer, and you know all these things it's uh, it's really funny if it weren't so fucking late in in the window unfortunately uh yeah you would think it was made up but then we remember the transcripts yeah, of the board it's not it's uh, not you, you, totally, you can par, totally envision exceed, uh, of a that. board of uh, of brazilian businessmen going over and and arguing if if they're gonna uh, accept the 12 million plus six million of that roma are offering or whatever it is uh, it's uh, it's ridiculous, but that's that's the reality of the situation. Um, it's something we have to accept. It's part of the game. It's not the end of the world. It's not great because um, again, ten days you're playing Salernitana. You are lacking a midfielder. Nemanja Matic <laughs> seems to be uh, on 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 you know on uh, 
on the on the transfer list on his own transfer list because the club don't want to let him go have no intention of letting him go and i understand why because hey you just signed the contract extension the manager is basically your father what the hell are you doing you know what the hell are you even doing considering a long term offer from france come on man um you can go and and help us win a europa league this year no the guy wants to go to france so go figure and you're missing an attacker you're missing you're missing a midfielder potentially two if matic decides to leave and you're playing against salernitana so no, no, oh, I, now, now you're depressing. Why? Dropping why? the depression I'm bomb no, 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 to end this. No, because when I'm when I'm talking, we only need I'm, five players, and the, the next match is in forty-eight hours. About I mean, it, my I, word! You, do you hear my tone? Is it depressing? No, it's not depressing. It's it's uh, this is life. It's life in football. It's business. This is it's it's fun and games. It's not meant to be taken seriously. I mean, ex exactly. Think about a, a freaking board of Brazilian directors who are going over a piece of paper with the Tiago Pinto signature saying, hey, we're giving you 12 plus 6. What do you say? And all these guys for the past five days have been going, oh, no, well, we're, what are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do? And then you have Marcos Leonardo, who at 20 years old is having a nervous breakdown and uh, is refusing to train with the rest of the team. I mean, where else do you get these storylines? See, that's not depressing. It's fun. It's fun. Um, and people should just embrace the, you know, the... I th I guess the the just the, the stupidity. It's a freaking catch twenty two. You know this. It's not. This is reality is fiction, and uh, with Roma especially. So in ten days we go up against Salernitana. We don't know who's gonna be there. Uh, we hope that Dybala is gonna be okay after you know exiting the last friendly with. And mind you, Roma have another friendly in Tirana in a couple of days. Um, it's not over. It's not over, you know? So, right, right, yes. You know, that's the only thing I can please keep Dybala safe. Um, let's let's hope that this season is going to be an amazing season for Awai, that he's going to be a difference maker. Let's hope that Lorenzo Pellegrini goes back to scoring ways. Let's hope that Belotti becomes, once again, the Belotti that led Torino, that awful Torino uh, for so many years. Let's hope that you know, everything sticks because this is Roma. Nothing should be taken for granted, much less the signings in the summer window that sees you operate under extreme conditions and restrictions set by UEFA. And, and that's really what you can do. So, you know, you enjoy the ride. You laugh at the situations that come up. Um, and, and hopefully the team comes back stronger because, uh, that's that's what you can only hope for, you know. Like this is this Roma team can only get so so much better. They they're operating with a clear ceiling, and um, and again, I know that people don't like this, but you have to trust the team spirit. You have to trust their friendship. You have to trust their passion. You have to trust the Jose Mourinho and his staff, and and what Jose Mourinho referred to in his uh, in his interview, and what he loves to mention always the empathy. And that you 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 have to trust it, and you have to hope that it works miracles because it's gonna be a long season. Um, but uh, but I'm looking forward to it, no matter what happens within these next uh, ten days or so until we play Salernitana. Well, I couldn't agree more. Uh, again, I, I do think 
we will have to put some sort of disclosure uh, before people enter minute 30 of this podcast. But that's okay. Uh, I, I know that anytime you have the transfer market going on, it, it's always going to be, like most things uh, in relation to football, such a, a strong and uh, dramatic opinion one way or the other. Listen, this is still a Roma side, Andy, that has, if you look at the foundations built by Jose Mourinho since he arrived, I mean, nearly everything is still in place. Regardless of what you think in the first two seasons, whether you think it was positive, negative, whether it was all of expectations or not, I mean, something is built here. They haven't lost much uh, just in terms of uh, importance to the uh, preferred starting 11 of Jose Mourinho. And there is still work to be done in the market. They are going to add guys. So I'm trying to look at this with the glass being not even half full, but completely full. And as I said numerous times in previous episodes, I just think the most important thing, because, you know, the market overhauling a team, yes, it's fun in, in, in Fanta. Yeah, when you get to play that player and bring that guy in, that guy out, and you can do, you can essentially uh, re Reestablish, re re remake, do over, completely overhaul the team by outgoing incoming operations. I, I just think that something has to be said that Roma have the majority of the guys that Jose Mourinho has relied upon, what he has built here. I, I do think the consistency is really going to weigh in their favor. And of course, I say that to now, and I am going to be saying it five months. Oh my gosh, why didn't they refresh the squad more? But right now, it's how I feel. It's what I believe. We will just have to wait and see what happens. Season 10 days away. So next week, we will start getting into season previews, expectations, predictions that we can all make now and be made fun of months later. We will do that next week. So until then, ciao.